back to batting around. It's Labor Day edition of batting around. Uh, it's also the only one where there's only been two of us. Steven is off this week in my role as CEO of batting around. I decided to give him some time off. Mm-hmm. Lauren has burned through her PTO. Yeah. So already. Well, I'm scabbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh, I think this is kind of historical, though, because I think this is the first ever uh, episode of any sports podcast or of any baseball podcast that's uh, entirely uh, trans women. That's true. Yeah. I, I feel like we should uh, make some ribald <laughs> joke to honor the occasion, but... Um... I, I'm coming up blank on that. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, good, good for I'm, us. <laughs> I'm shooting blanks on that one. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, no. In in honor of this momentous occasion, I would ask that every MLB park open a second gender neutral bathroom at uh, even a single park. That'd be great. <laughs> More than one handicap stall somewhere in, in this country. Yeah, I don't know if there even is a... I think there's, like, a couple of the gender-neutral gender bathrooms at Target Field, but I think they're mostly just for, like, changing diapers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, they're, like, the family bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you're in, like, that, like, in-between where, like, you can't really go to one or the other, which I was in for, like, that year where I went to, like, thir- like 40 Diamondbacks games because I had the summer pass. <laughs> yeah. And there was, there was one uh, uh, family restroom on, like, the whole concourse... And I mean, I was I was like sneaking in like a, more than a couple shots of liquor. Uh, I was I was going through that pretty. The free soda is pretty quick. Would have been nice. All all I'm saying. <laughs> I've never really um, been or like had that sort of anxiety about that. I get why you or anybody would, but I've never really had the problems just going to the women's. No, I, I I passed it now. It was it was like the the. It was that weird in-between time where I hadn't really been transitioning for very long publicly. Sure. Yeah. I think I also just have a little bit of that um, American death drive where oh, that, like, yeah. it happens, go for it. That's a factor, too. Yeah. Well, you, you're gonna... you also have, like, guns yeah. and self-defense stuff. I, I... Yeah. I do have a, a knife that um, has a small enough blade to be allowed at the stadium, too. Oh, God, I love that. Yeah, I... I, I um... There is no um, size of knife that you're allowed to have uh, at the at Na- Nationals Park, and it pisses me off. Because <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, A- Arizona two and three quarters inches. Yeah, two and three quarters. You you can bring anything shorter than that in. I have I have the perfect little Kershaw knife that I use for everything. <laughs> yeah, mine's a Kershaw one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, like the most fitting possible. Um, uh, conversation subject for two trans women talking on a podcast is definitely knives. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Let's get them out. Let's compare. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cl- closest knife I have to me right now, though, is an exacto knife. Mine is in my bag, which is back behind me, and I don't really feel like getting up. Yeah, but it's like a I little. I think it's the only yeah. one I have in, in reach right now. I have I have no <laughs> knives in my immediate vicinity, but I do have. Um, That's a mistake. That's a mistake. It is. It is. I need something like strapped under my desk. I can just like whip out at any given time. No, I would just throw like the whole ounce of marijuana I have at, the, at, at an attacker or something. Yeah, here, just take this. Just take this and go. <laughs> this is more valuable than my than my computer. Just just go. Oh, yeah. I 
to be honest, did not watch like hardly any <laughs> baseball this week. I know I, I've I've uh, used that one a lot lately, but <laughs> I don't know. I just got done. I just got done with like an actual manual labor job. Mm-hmm. Finally done with it now, but like that really just <laughs> killed watching baseball for no, me. No, that that I also yeah, like that sucks all the life out of you. Yeah, I, I also just like I need to get I need to get more weed. I haven't been smoking at all lately, and like I think I just need a good day of like getting stoned watching starting with like the noon game mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and just just watching baseball for a while feet up feet up on the table yeah absolutely yeah that's yeah, like the best feeling in the world i think i really need that especially at yeah especially like that when you're like adjusting to a new physical labor job and like the first week is just like you finish your day and you just go home and get in bed because your body's not ready for it that's what always happened. Yeah, to I me did anyway. that for a week straight. Yeah, I did that for a week straight. Uh, <laughs> it's grueling. Like eventually you adapt, but it takes a long time. And like it's it's over now, at least for a couple weeks. I mean, I may have to go back to it in a couple weeks, but like, ugh, it it was it was not fun. Yeah, I'd just come home and take a nap mm-hmm. like every day, and then even then, still just be like, I'm too sore to fucking do anything at yep. all. Yep. Um, yeah. Instead of like, yeah, instead of watching baseball, I'll just like sit at my computer. And assemble Warhammer models, <laughs> and then uh, oh, I watched uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, what'd you think? I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, people hate it online, and yeah, I, I get why. Yeah, I absolutely get why because the the discourse around it is really really annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh, this is this is uh, how positive masculinity should be, <laughs> and like you you're just you just hate everything that's positive. It's it's really silly. Yeah. and like which okay, true. I do. I hate those sort of. But... Not the yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the thing I really, the thing I really hate about that discourse is that like, like oh this is this is like what you know good positive masculine role model is. It's like well he's not a like even close to a real person. No, like there there is nobody like that. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's it's they try. It's a sitcom. They're heightened versions of real. They're, yeah, they're they're heightened characters. That's how a sitcom works. <laughs> like I, it's funny how they try to make them like more human by being like well he's getting divorced uh, <laughs> it's like well, you could have just kept him as a fucking as whatever as this cloyingly positive guy whatever um but no, it was, it was funny my, i liked it my one actual cri- I, I really like the show overall too but my one actual criticism of it is that it was kind of a bullshit cop out that like he's getting divorced because he's just too nice that yeah that was always just like Absolutely an awkward part of the part of the <laughs> show i never <laughs> I never bought into, but um, yeah, but it's like it's super charming. It's cute. It's lightweight, um, and there's some yeah, of the, exactly. some of the peripheral actors in it are some of the supporting actors in it are like um, uh, uh, Anthony Goldstein. Uh, what, what's his name? I'm trying to the guy who plays uh, who's he play the the, the gruff footballer. Um, oh, Roy Kent. Yeah, um, you didn't even hear me type that. Brett Goldstein. It is Brett Goldstein. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. he's really funny. Nick Muhammad is really funny in it uh mm-hmm. jamie phil dunster is really funny in it yeah uh, yeah no it's it's a good show and and uh rebecca the woman who plays rebecca is very tall um mm. so i like that representation yes. uh as a as a as, <laughs> as another uh, ostrich <laughs> no if if yes. if, if uh, a sitcom has ever uh in its history of its run made any kind of joke about one of the uh female characters being tall uh, it is burned eternally in my brain. Like every single time anybody made a joke about CJ in the West Wing being a, like a scarecrow, all up in here. Mm-hmm. The the entirety of uh, 
what was that show called the tall girl or whatever yeah, that, well, well that was a movie first off not a series oh movie okay i didn't watch there's it, gonna so be a second one they're making a sequel <laughs> us us tall girl heads are are on it we're on the rumor sites <laughs> checking daily yeah. no that's not true i did watch it um i uh, i don't remember it because i was very drunk but yeah somebody like when i uh, tweeted about ted lasso somebody described it as like oh he's teaching uh british people how to have feelings and I was like yeah that's a good description of it yeah, that is accurate that much, is fun yeah. that's a good concept i like it i do like it uh, i i watched i watched some baseball this week i i watched uh some white Sox. i watched um some of the giants series uh before they played the dodgers it was pretty good i i'm like going back to work i've my time off from surgery is about to be over um so i i binge mm-hmm. mostly through like network shows and anime uh but i i fit in a little baseball you know just just for the sake of the podcast i got in <laughs> I, probably a good 10 to 15 innings of uh the three teams i always watch yeah well speaking of giants dodgers that's that's kind of fun that it's like the the leader or the um top spot in the nl west has been going back and forth between them yeah you know? it's been really close the whole time and i think uh I think the Giants came out ahead in the series uh, over the, over this yes. this weekend here. Um, I saw the Dodgers are, are playing the Cardinals today, uh, and Scherzer was pitching great against them. But uh, I, I guess Walker Buehler blew up. That was kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah, especially if you know we want to get that wild card game <laughs> of uh, the Buehler yeah. Buehler Scherzer two headed giant the tandem. There. Yeah. Honestly, though, like Scherzer just go out and bulldog his way through it. Like, who, who am I kidding? <laughs> he doesn't need he doesn't yeah. need a backup coming up behind him. He, he'll just he'll just pitch nine innings. He'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be he, it would yeah. it would probably piss him off to even <laughs> suggest that. Someone was making a, a pretty compelling case for him getting the Cy Young. I think it'd be hard because he played on two different teams, but it's like ERA under three, 180 right. innings is what I'll probably get to. It's like. Yeah, you should get votes at least for pretty, that, like a good amount of votes. Pretty yeah, compelling yeah. case in a fairly weak NL with Jacob Degrom out. Yeah, I mean, there's the the Brewers. Yeah, there's Corbin yeah, Burns. A couple candidates and, that do it, but yeah. But like, the, what's cool about yeah. them is the three of them together are so cumulatively good. Individually, they're Corbin Burns is really great. The other two, Freddie Peralta and uh, Chase Woodruff, are good, but mm-hmm. not. I don't think they're really going to get too much Cy Young consideration. You brought up the Cardinals. Did you see those videos of uh, sad Cardinals announcers or broadcasters when they were getting walked off this week? Yes. Just a super <laughs> low energy, like, oh, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> there was two of them this week. It was so good. Uh, I appreciate when the... Uh, I, 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 I appreciate when an announcer uh, has a healthy, uh, you know, interest in both teams. Uh, I also do love a, an announcer who's just like out and out Homer and in, in like a depressing way. Yes. Like a, my, my grandmother was saying Bob Brandley is just over the Diamondbacks this year. <laughs> I have, I have not watched too many games, but apparently Bob is um, to her opinion, um, getting a little bit checked out okay. due to all of the bad fielding. You can only expect a man to go through so much in such a long season. They're yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> terrible you know road game losing streak at least he you know didn't have to travel for those no i'm pretty sure they're still doing that they're they're like the the home announcer the away announcers don't actually travel i think they are with the team right now but yeah i think that's correct and like it was probably also pretty exhausting <laughs> to be canceled like twice or whatever would happen to him 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. like a yearly thing for Bob yeah, yeah. now at this point. So uh. other cool stuff around the league. Um, the Mariners are catching up. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff happened in the, the you know, the towards the top of the American League, and the Mariners have cl- kind of closed the gap to only two and a half games out of the wild card, four and a half out of their uh, division. Yeah. And, like the 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 Yankees only have a half game lead on Boston, so like it's and it, it's kind of it's kind of wild how, how close that's getting over there. And I think Boston blew up pretty spectacularly today. This is this is kind of fun. <laughs> what, uh, what wasn't two thousand their last playoff appearance against the Yankees? Am I cut this if I'm wrong? I need to look smart, but I think two thousand one they would have played the Yankees, right? I believe so. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. I really don't. But it was yeah, yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, the ALCS. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Yankees over Mariners, uh, four to one. Uh, uh, Andy Andy Pettit was the uh, ALCS MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was they were destined to lose that one because <laughs> the Yankees were destined to lose that World Series. That's right to the Diamondbacks. Absolutely. It had. It had to happen, like, for the mm-hmm. good of the nation. It had to happen. On- uh, the Yankees had to go yeah. to the wor- World Series and lose it. And it had to be, like, a game seven. It had to be a, a like, late inning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the one thing I don't like about that, sorry, the, the one thing I don't like about the Mariners um, being good is that uh, I, I don't like rewarding Jerry DePoto for doing stuff like trading his closer midseason for um, a prospect. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that prospect is playing pretty, really well. Uh, it, it, it makes me a little bit mad when uh, goofy GM decisions like that are rewarded with success. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's going to be shitty stuff around like <laughs> almost oh, yeah. all of these oh, teams yeah. that make it in somehow. I don't know. Yeah, you can't... Uh, I, don't know, you just, I have to find some joy in this. Oh, absolutely. I have to find some little bit of a narrative um, that's pleasant in this sort of stuff. Absolutely. And if they make it, that means either, you know, New York or Boston doesn't make it. And that's really what I want. I, I do not want to see Boston in the playoffs. Don't want to see either, but especially not both of them. <laughs> both of them is, is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they. I mean, they. If that, was, if that was the wild card game, you know, at least they're knocking each other out right away. Having a New York-Boston series of any sort. No, thank you. Uh, is, is an absolute nightmare. But... Getting just getting one of them out is great, and like Seattle fans are extremely beleaguered. It's not their fault. Their <laughs> Marin, their their uh, GM <laughs> is a dipshit, and uh, I I want them to have a little bit of joy. A- like I really do. Absolutely, I, I'm on. The, I'm totally on the same page. I, I um, my beef yeah. with Jerry Depoto is uh, uh, on a lower tier than than seeing Mariners fans get a brief moment of joy before. They get absolutely steamrolled by, let's say, the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. No, they're not going to. Mm-hmm. Even, even the, that would require getting the World Series. They're let's not say, yeah, the White Sox. Realist, I th- realistically, they'd probably be playing against um, <laughs> against Tampa Bay, though. Oh God, it's even worse for them. Yes, absolutely, it's horrible. Okay, well, since we mentioned earlier, it's Labor Day. We're not trying to do a ton of work. We're not going to dive that much deeper here. We're going to fall back on the labor that our good listeners do. That's right. Thank you for your unpaid labor. For us every week. (laughs) Thank you. So we have a bunch of mailbag mailbag questions. Mailbag? Lauren put out... Did you say mailbag? Mailbag. 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 Bag. It's that... 
bag versus bag. Bag is that like a thing? Is, it, is that like an up? It's like up a midwestern. North, midwestern. Thing, yeah. Okay. You get milk in milk in in milk bags. And that's, yeah, that's that's the the Canada right above uh, Minnesota thing. So Lauren put out. Lauren retweeted our call for mailbag, which I usually don't do. Say, yeah, which yeah. I usually don't do. But we got a lot of questions in there. Um, almost all of them dog shit, <laughs> like absolute dog shit. Yeah, I went through though, and I and I like answered the questions that were earnest and had already been addressed on the show. Sometimes even linking <laughs> to the episodes where we talked about those on, um, but I don't know. But get get your shit together, Lauren's followers. It's like, true. Most of them are there for the um, vague shit posting or recipes or something. Or I don't I don't know why the algorithm told mm-hmm. them to follow me. But uh, relatively few of them are baseball <laughs> fans. It kind of kind of bums me out. Yeah, very strange. Uh, uh, but let's go to some of these good ones. But for actually, you know, instead of going to the Twitter ones first, we should go to where the questions are good. Yes. Which is our our Discord. Yes, our lovely, loyal, hardworking, honest, uh, good-looking, uh, with great natural, uh, high-quality teeth uh, Discord listeners. Much better quality questions on mm-hmm. there. So, solace. Much better people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Overall, just a higher caliber of person. Yeah. Uh, solace, a long-time good question asker. Uh, has a two-parter. Is there a player with worse WAR than Eugenio Suarez this year? Uh, seems relatively easy to look up. Let me see here. I'll, I'll t- I'm gonna take F4 here because um, because I'm, I'm lazy. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Hunter Dozier is at minus point nine WAR for the Royals. Wow. Let me look the move the plate appearances here down from qualified to like let's say 150. Oh yeah, no, there's there's worse guys who just. Yeah, no, the the worst here, it's a tie, um, three-way tie, negative uh, 1.1 war between Jared Kalenic, Gregory Polanco, and Kelvin Gutierrez. I'm going to say... Charles th- is inconsolable. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to have to say uh, Kelvin Gutierrez is the worst of that, of that bunch because he did it in only 200 plate appearances. <laughs> the other guys got 277 <laughs> and 382. Ouch. Uh, okay, and second part of that question: What odds do you give the Cardinals of snagging the second wild card? I'd say zero. I know they're not that far off, but I do not see that. Oh, happening. though that's. Mm, I mean, they're four games back <laughs> of the uh, of the Padres still. Uh, Reds and Padres are both. They're four games back of both of them. Uh, also, the Cardinals mm-hmm. are five and five, um, and they're getting their asses beat by the Dodgers right now. No, I'm going to say the odds of this are are in, incredibly low. Oh, Phillies aren't that far back. That's funny. Yeah, it'd be fun. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Phillies in the wild card. Eight and two in their last ten. There we go. Where is Steven? And Steven's not around, <laughs> of course. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't see it happening. No, they're, they're, they're just like. And there's such a and there's such a disparity. I feel like in the, the quality of teams as soon as it gets. Uh, well, really, in the whole thing, like it's like San Francisco, Milwaukee, Dodgers, and then like Atlanta, and I don't know. Atlanta's been playing better since you know the trade deadline, but the wild card, the the teams just outside the wild card <laughs> right now, not that good. No, very mediocre. I mean, they're they're barely over a five hundred team. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you know, yeah. I, I I'm the Cardinals yeah. defender of the podcast, and I still don't think this is going to be their year. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question, also from the Discord, eight seven and ten says. 
What's the best stat for casual fans that don't understand baseball stats? A lot of people will say OPS is the stat that's good for that because it, it, it naturally translates to people who follow the batting line of, you know, the batting slash of batting average, OBP, yeah. slugging. But I think if you're not already attached to those things, uh, I don't think it's going to be particularly helpful to understand. I think on the pitching side, keep it simple. Go with ERA. It, it mm-hmm. basically tells you right there whether a, a player has been good or bad. Um, it, it can get tricky when a player is getting lucky or unlucky, but over a full season, um, at some point, uh, at the end of the day, it, it does eventually translate into what actually happened on the field. From a hitting perspective, I, I personally go with WRC+. Plus. Um, it's my favorite stat. OPS Plus is similarly adjusted for um, to be easy to understand. Um, but WRC Plus is just... It's easier for me to find on the on the little line on the website when I go look at the, at the numbers. Um, can you can you give a brief explanation of what that is for for the people here that don't understand baseball stats? Absolutely, yeah. WRC plus um, is an advanced metric. It uses a number of different um, variables uh, to determine. Uh, it, it's trying to look at the, like a, take a holistic look at uh, the on field performance. Uh, with the bat of a player. It's not looking at steals. It's not looking at defensive value. It's strictly looking at hits, walks, um, quality of the hit, strikeouts. Uh, and there's it's, it's park-adjusted as well. Uh, it, it's going to count things differently uh, in a, a more hitter-friendly park than it does in a pitcher-friendly park. And then the stat is normalized uh, in such a way that um, the baseline of 100 is supposed to represent a hypothetical league average player uh, who over the course of a season produces just enough uh, quality in, in his hitting that you can't really justify sending him down and calling up someone from AAA to replace him. Uh, and then the, the numbers go up such that uh, every percentage point over 100 is 1% better than that hypothetical league average. Uh, a 110 WRC plus player is 10% better than average. Uh, a 145 WRC plus player is 45% better than average. Uh, it gets kind of tricky because, like, w- what does it mean when someone is 100, you know, 86% better versus 75% better? What does that actually <laughs> translate to in the real? It's like it's hard to look at that number and really draw much from it. But if you're strictly in the uh, statistical world, it um, that one is easier for me personally to understand immediately and intuitively than uh, something like OPS or, 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 I don't know, getting into the really wacky advanced statistics. And it certainly tells me more than like batting yeah, average. I, I mean, OP, yeah, because OPS is, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a semi-useful thing. It's just, but it's kind of mashing together two separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's kind of where the, the problem lies with it. I mean, they're going to be showing you... I mean, it, but it is so, somewhat useful, even though it's a little cruder. It, it gives you kind of an idea of, you know, how productive a hitter is. Yeah, it's not, yeah. not nearly as good as something like WRC+. Plus. Yeah. And it's one that you will see all the time on broadcasts. That's very true. And um, and, and at games. They, they play, put that stuff on the stands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like, I personally don't think, like, a, a looking at, like, a, a, a dot two three three batting average is particularly intuitive for someone who doesn't, like, have a lot of experience in baseball, but... 
you're right if you're watching games mm-hmm. for the first time and like kind of taking it day by day uh also like you can't just point at uh, an ops of uh that starts with a one and be like yeah that's pretty good as opposed to a point one yeah right that, right. that'd be quite bad <laughs> yes 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 uh quite bad indeed i should i should have just i sorry i i, I should have just said uh, if you're not looking at max exit velocity and barrels just get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. give me barrel rate or give me death yeah regulus from the discord says do you think uh the mlb will ever move away from their current play mo- playoff format to something more like kbo's format where being a seat ahead gets a uh, game advantage while including a lot more teams additionally uh how do y'all feel about the kbo's playoff format i think it's really cool mm-hmm. i think that's an interesting way of doing that where like yeah you uh you have to win one last game if you come in as like the higher seed. Yeah. I do like that. I think it's perfect for their league too, where it's it's you know few, a lot fewer teams, overall a smaller smaller league. I, I think it works great great for them. Um, I, I I think MLB is makes too much money off of selling the advertising rights for as, as many playoff games as possible to change True. it too drastically from what it is, other than just adding an extra round or adding more wild card games. Uh, which we've talked about plenty at length and we don't really get into. but Yeah, and incentivizing um, reasons to be more competitive is not in Major League Baseball's best interest no. somehow. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like, I think most people agree the baseball playoff format on the whole is not broken and, and doesn't need the resources necessary to be fixed. Not that it's not a bad idea, just, yeah. Uh, now we're going to get into the Twitter questions. Yeah. Um, <sighs> You know, I, I, you know, I tried to separate the wheat from the chaff here, you know, but just it, they can't all be please Discord just, users. Please just check the other replies. If someone else has already said, why is baseball? Just don't, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just fave and move on. Um, who has the best batting stance, says Ann Jeweler, at Ann Jeweler. That's honestly something I don't pay much attention to. Um, I it just doesn't really process in my brain uh, that like. Like, for some reason, I, my brain never really picks up on, like, cool batting stances or graceful swings or, like, I just don't have an appreciation for that kind of stuff. Um, you, have a, you have a spreadsheet sort of mind, not a, uh, you know, oh, that's a natural <laughs> swing sort of mind. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, because, like, I, 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 I like the, you know, elegance and beauty and all that shit. But, um, I don't know, I was like, Cody Ballinger is, like, super upright, bats, like, basically at his forehead. Like, he's struggling yeah, right now. Uh, but Byron I, Buxton. Mm-hmm. Byron Buxton has one where he holds he holds the bat up pretty high, and his like front leg is like pretty far out. He almost looks like you know like a samurai. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like with it with it up there. Um, Whatever. I, I yeah. love I love that. Whatever gets the hands up, you know, that's what you got to do. Get the hands. Ichiro up. had a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mariners had a bunch of guys with like really incredible swings and stances. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At Perilous Apricot says, "Why is baseball seemingly the only sport?" Where the coaches, not not a coach, <laughs> regularly come out onto the field to yell at the refs, not called refs, <laughs> and then get thrown out. But I know I know you're you're comparing it to other sports, so I get why you said yeah, those. But no. it might not have just out of been out of ignorance. But we have to be that <laughs> snobby. We have to, you know, if you would have said like, oh, and they score a point or something, we would you know, both would jump on you and go runs, runs, runs. 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 We're obligated okay. to do that as baseball fans. Sorry, it's nothing personal. Especially to women. You really have to drill it into women at all times. Yeah. Us, us broads need to be told. <laughs> uh, need to be told about that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's just an old tradition. It's an old. It's an old game. So they've been doing forever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the last one where the the managers, you know, still wear a uniform like the players do. There's there's not ice. There's not ice out on there. Like so. Like imagine like a hockey coach in their like suit and slicked back hair jumping out onto the ice. That would be very funny. And just like slip sliding around like Mr. Bean. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> let's let's flip the script here. Why don't other sports let uh managers, coaches, etc. get in, get in the umpire spaces? We we love that stuff. Agreed. It's awesome. The- and like, I mean, cuz a, a baseball team to an extent also does run itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um they the a manager can get thrown out and it's fine. Yeah. Like if a football team loses its head coach, like that kind of fucks things up. Like other ones could, there's a lot of, there's a lot of coaches on the sidelines, but a lot of them could pick up slack, I'm sure. But I think that fucks up a lot of things. Yeah. In, in fact, I think it was uh, the other night, I think I was watching the Giants game. Andy Green was the bench coach somewhere, um, but he was, um, oh God, where is he playing right now? It's going to drive me nuts if I don't get it right. Sorry. I won't. Cubs. He's a uh, bench, uh, uh, bench coach for the Cubs. Uh, but yeah, the other night, uh, uh, during the Cubs Giants game. Andy Green was the acting manager because the regular Cubs manager was out, and and then he also got thrown out. So there was there was they were down like two guys that are this ostensible uh, <laughs> people who steer the ship. But it turns out pr- pretty much all the guys who play baseball know the rules of baseball and know that after nine innings you just kind of go home uh, for the most part. Yeah, you got you play 162 games. It's okay if uh, your manager gets kicked out of a couple of them. Yeah. It's fine. It's fun. Fires them up. Yeah, it's fun. All right. Uh, at S. Parker Taylor, or excuse me, S. Parker Tyler says, uh, is there any reasonable argument for the ghost runner in extra innings? I'm going to say not in uh, a year that's not like 2020. Uh, it depends on how you define reasonable, I guess, because there are like, if your objective is to annoy people and uh, what, that's a little unfair. If your objective is to uh, have fewer long inning games, but not just let baseball teams tie, um, I, I guess there's an argument that it's not the worst thing you could do. I think it's kind of a bad argument, but it's justifiable in the sense that like it, it does accomplish that. We have much fewer 15, mm-hmm. 16 inning games. Um, I like those games. I understand why players don't, but... Uh, I think there's other weird baseball is fun. Yeah, and there's definitely other ways you could have done it that other than this that I I think personally would have would have worked better for accomplishing that goal. I guess um, if you're a beat writer, you can make a reasonable argument because you want to go home, mm-hmm. or if you work at the stadium, <laughs> you want to go home. Yeah, yeah. If you're like the manager of the team, or, or you're the general manager of the team, or if you're the the guy Tony Russo has yeah. drunk driving to do, you know. That's right. Yeah, you're, you're holding. You're, you're you're the thing between uh, him and, and a bottle of scotch and uh, the wheel of his Audi. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, at Adam underscore SC nineteen ninety seven. How do we feel about the shift? I don't care. Like aesthetically, I don't mind it, uh, but I also wouldn't be too bad <laughs> if they got rid of it in the rules um in an effort to put more balls in play mm-hmm. i think that would be fine um but i have no problem i mean teams okay the shift the usage of the shift has you know skyrocketed in recent years obviously mm-hmm. but but teams have been shifting forever since ted williams yeah like it's not yeah 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 it's 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 not in uh it's not a new sort of thing but i mean i think it's fine it's the use percentage yeah yeah 
Right. I can understand being uh, upset as a left-handed hitter, <laughs> but whatever. Who cares? It benefits your team, too. You can do, Your team can do it, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Um, uh, just just to, for the sake of saying something different, I will say that I, I understand why they do it this way, but it's always been odd to me that they make the third baseman go around the shortstop uh, to stand next to the second baseman <laughs> rather than just making this shortstop move over a little bit and have the third baseman move over a little bit. Like I get why, yeah. like they want the best defender on that side and they want to change his read of the ball off the bat as little as possible. But mm-hmm. just like the part of my brain, that's like, that's always calculating like, well, okay, if I get this thing off the shelf and then go th- get this thing out of the fridge, it'll save time versus having to go back and forth to two trips that part of my brain that never turns off is always like, well, why are they making the guy walk longer? Just have both two guys walk a short, shorter distance. And they're, they're, they do it like every single batter. So it's like that adds up. Yeah. You want to talk about pace of play? <laughs> we got to, we got to fix the shift. Uh, all right. <laughs> At crawler says uh, approximately how many decades have fans and pundits worried about the game being too boring and quote, losing the youth audience. Uh, literally, they've been doing that since the 80s. Yeah, I think like the 1880s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think I remember um, Emma, friend of the pod, Emma um, Bachelary, coming up with some like great poll from like the early 1900s about like, you know, the, the, the Knickerbockers are in danger of losing the, no, not the Knickerbockers, uh, you know, uh, just like some old timey newspaper clip about um, the, the, the game has gotten stale and, and the, the user getting into more intriguing uh, pastimes like oh, like, like stick and hoops and and and, and opium and balls and yeah stuff. yeah <laughs> um, yeah it's been happening forever nothing really changes um, I mean besides that the average age is indeed getting older and older yeah <laughs> that's that is a real thing it is a real problem um, but it is also one of those things that they've been worried about forever yeah um, but it's still just I mean it still has its juggernaut status where it's not going anywhere, really. I think I agree. I, I really think the biggest change um, over the last few decades is 10% on-field play, changes on-field play, 90% the fact that there's more than three television channels now. Um, mm-hmm. And that was really true up, up in, in like the early waning days of baseball. Um, like a lot of people credited the the strike for uh, the nation losing a lot of interest in the game. I'm sure that was a factor, but I think also like people had cable, they could watch Murphy Brown or whatever was on at the time rather than watching baseball. And a lot of them did. And that's just gotten worse with alternative options from streaming and YouTube and uh, uh, esports and all these other demands for attention that just pull people away from um, baseball. Uh, I, I think that is like vastly more of a, a factor in in the the death or dying status of the game than uh, anything to do with whatever is happening on the field. It's it's there's just more shit to watch now, which of course is not to say that they shouldn't try to improve the game to draw in more people. But you know, oh, um, uh, do, do we want to revisit from both last week and the week before the um, positionally adjusted? Um, sure. WRC plus conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think your answer was correct. I think the only thing I would add, because um, I, I re-listened to it this afternoon to remind myself uh, in my not drug-induced haze uh, what 
<laughs> well, specifically said. I, I think what the asker for the question is looking for is just a, a leaderboard. You can just go to the Fangraphs leaderboards and search for shortstops. Search by position. Yeah, kinda. search by shortstop or left field or right field or outfield and uh, find your answer that way. I, I don't think there'd be too much of a benefit to a positionally adjusted stat because as you correctly pointed out, that's kind of what War already tries to to do, um, albeit for the overall encompassing. I do think I would be fascinated to see better visual representations of the offensive and defensive sides of war. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of what the question asker is driving at. I would, I would like to see more clearly than some of the sites present how those numbers are accumulated and what percentage of each uh, side is, is going into the factor. Uh, it, sorry, it's, it's factoring into the total. I think that'd be really cool and useful. Um, and I'll, I'll also say I'm I, I'm always a little skeptical of uh, defensive adjustments in war. It's it's not my favorite thing about the stat. I, I think it is not necessarily. Uh, I don't think it's a flawed concept necessarily, but I don't think it's perfect either. I think it's um, defensive metrics are really tough to kind of yeah nail down. Yeah, and I don't always. It's a really hard yeah. thing to quantify. And I, I think it's it's sometimes hard to say um, that simply uh, playing, I don't know, I, I don't necessarily buy that the positional adjustments are set where they are, are perfect. And I'm not always, um, uh, I don't necessarily believe that it's a perfect encapsulation of the defensive uh, limitations of a player. I don't know. That, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for, thank you for coming back and addressing that. I, I, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, for sure. Well, you, you all said like eight or nine times on the episode how great I was at that stuff. So I, I figured I needed to put up or <laughs> shut up. Of course. Made of me course. feel very all valued. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Next one here before we get you too valued here. Um, at Spooky Candle says, why do pitchers move all weird? Uh, it's because the human body's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's simply <laughs> a bad idea to throw a ball that hard. You don't do that unless you have, unless you're getting paid to. Yeah. You see... Yeah, you see all of these injuries that are constantly happening to pitchers. Yeah, uh, it's because you're doing like one of the most unnatural motions that human beings have ever uh, decided <laughs> to repeatedly do. Yeah. Oh man, like every time I hear about you know somebody getting Tommy John surgery or all these injuries that happen to pitchers, it just like grosses me out so much thinking about like tendons and arms snapping. Yep. And stuff like that. It's so gross. It's it's so, it's beyond brutal. Yeah, and I think also uh, it's it's funny um, if you if you don't follow baseball closely, if you ever just want to get a quick laugh, go to any uh, baseball team's Twitter account and just scroll through until you find like a graphic someone made of celebrating a pitcher for pitching a new game or or having a birthday, whatever else, and it will be the most repulsive photo uh, you could ever take of someone. Yeah. They'll the have, faces yeah. that they make in the middle of it, yeah. They'll have, like, four chins. It'll be, like, a, a, a weird, like, sideways angle. Their skin will look like Eyes burnt leather. Eyes way too open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, one eye will be, like, bulging half open. The other will be, like, squinting. Uh, or Grotesque. Or, yeah. Um, it's, it's um, who's, who's the manga guy that uh, freaks everybody out? Junji Ito. It's, it's Ito-esque a lot of the times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scrub Unoriginal asks, why aren't there any normal baseball guys? I think that this is a completely flawed question 
I'd say baseball has the most normal guys like per capita of any of the major sports. Like by a mile. Like have you ever seen like a bullpen? It is full <laughs> of like normal ass dudes. Yeah. Like there there are tons of different types of guys in baseball, but there are but like there are normal just kind of nor- they're just like, you know, just normal guys for sure. There definitely are. Um, I, I, I will again flip this question. I'm, I'm flipping questions on people today um, <laughs> and suggest that no professional athlete is normal. To become a professional sure. athlete is to dedicate yourself so wholly to something, uh, to improve at something and to become the very best at something that you shut out basically every other aspect of your life to some degree, often to some extreme degree, and that makes it very difficult to be normal. Professional athlete, I should say. Paid athlete at the very top level. It kind of definitionally means you have to be a bit of a, of a weirdo. You can be a very boring weirdo, but... Um, sure, I guess that's what I'm driving at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are plenty of just, like, boring-seeming dudes. Absolutely, yeah. This question, I, I know I said that we, I was going to hold any and all Phillies or Phillies-related <laughs> questions until Steven gets back, but I don't think that Steven would have an answer for this. Um, I don't have, like, a very real answer for it either. Uh, but at Chojinzoku asks, Brett or Schmidt, as in George Brett or Mike Schmidt, who's your GOAT third baseman? Um, and if those are the answers that I've been given, or the, the options I've been given, I have to go with George Brett purely on account of the classic all-timer GOAT video of him talking about shitting his pants. <laughs> Which, if you haven't seen it, like you need to go watch. Uh, just, just you put into YouTube George Brett. It's with two T's, um, talking about shitting his pants. Absolutely, it's one. It's so funny. It's incredible. Every time, every time I get reminded of it, I have to go watch it. Uh, it's just him telling a story <laughs> about shitting his pants at a hotel. It is, it, and he's just walking around to people at like uh, Royals <laughs> spring training, um, just telling it, kind of just just rambling the story to whoever will listen to it that's around like he starts telling it to one guy and then he's he's like talking to different guys as he's finishing the story it's amazing um yeah go watch that uh <laughs> he's talking about it like you know shit getting into his socks and stuff <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's it's incredible absolutely and <laughs> I don't know if you have an answer for that, Lauren. Um, we don't. We don't really talk about super old or about old baseball. We, really, we on the show don't. Much. And I do have an answer. Um, it's it's a Rod. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. A Rod is the best third baseman of all time. I wish it was Wade Wade Boggs. I wish it was Eddie Matthews. I wish it was like Dick Allen. Um, no. Sure. Sorry. It's 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 a Rod. <laughs> Uh, he wouldn't be yeah. if the Yankees hadn't uh, fucked around uh, to reward um, Jeter, but they did, so he's the best third baseman ever. Sorry. We have one last question here. Uh, at Tom T. Posting Dose says, or Posting Dues, I don't know what it's supposed to be. All right. FMK. Ephus pitch. Knuckleball. Screwball. Hmm. Ephus, knuckle, screw? Yeah. What's your fuck Mary kill there? Mary. No, I'll kill Screwball. Screwball is not uh, all that cool of a pitch, in my opinion, in terms of what it actually looks like. Uh, sure. Fuck Ephus, Mary, uh, Knuckle. 
Exact. Yeah, mm. I have the exact same answer. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't want to rely on an ethos more than one or two times. No. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely cannot. That that has to be a yeah. a one and done thing there. And then the yeah, and then the knuckleball, a uh, long time, you know, like career yeah. knuckleball guys or guys who make a you know second end of their career on knuckleball yeah insanely cool insanely cool um yeah there's a long historical yeah. that's your second that's yeah. your second spouse you know exactly divorce yeah. once it's the knuckleball and that's that's the good marriage he <laughs> doesn't really bring in the money anymore but uh, yeah absolutely yeah yeah all right cool well that's all of the questions <laughs> we got glad we could stretch that out thank you to everybody who asked them um who asked decent ones um we really appreciate it uh, hope you had a good Labor Day. This will be out tomorrow when you're all back to work. So I hope that this is uh, getting you through your commute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to say that if you're listening to this uh, show uh, while working, or rather um, while on the job and not working, I salute you especially. Yes, hundred percent. You are the real heroes. Anybody who just got their unemployment cut off and is uh, also not working. Um, I salute you even more than anybody who's, uh, as they call him, uh, wage cuff <laughs> on the uh, on the internet now. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We gotta go. Bye. Part of the left side. I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out, and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom, go back in the car. And go, oh, hold up, I got shit. I fucking shit my pants. I went. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shipped your pants? Yeah. Been a while?